0: Podcast, your go-to source for nerd knowledge in the 21st century. I am Steve Pew. Grab my name there for a second. Holy cow! I'm I'm getting old. Uh, I am joined with the wonderful, the adorable, my hodor, Mr. Kevin Bobbins, as well as we have a special co-host or a special guest tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have Tommy Ringwall of Tommy Supplies. Uh, he is a tattoo connoisseur. Uh, he is a guy to go to for all things tattoos. And he runs one of the coolest conventions here in, I would say, the New England area. uh, Tommy's Tattoos Convention. Uh, So we have brought him on the show to talk about this and talk about nerd culture and tattoos. And, you know, just nerd out with us. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
1: Pleasure as always.
0: Thank you. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get right into this because... I have a ton of questions, and I'm sure Kevin has some questions. I do, um, actually. Uh, so, fun fact first. Uh, Tom, Kevin has no tattoos, so we're going to that's convince true. him to get a tattoo by the end of the night. Uh, that is uh, that's our this. goal. Well,
2: I'm your guide to get you the right direction for that, man. <laughs> I, and that's, what, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, way. you know, I was like, man.
0: <laughs> I, was, I told him, I was like, Kev, you know, you want to come on and do this episode? And he's like, you know, I know nothing about tattoos. I'm like,
1: wait, you don't have
0: any? And he goes,
1: no. And I was like, oh, we I, have a goal for tonight. I thought about getting a tattoo probably 20 years ago and when I was in a punk band and it was going to be like an anti-swastika and everybody, all my friends are like, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, "Why? I don't like Nazis. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I fortunately was convinced not to get it. And then I haven't really considered getting one since. No,
0: no, no, no. Hold up. We're not going to graze over this, this, this moment you just had here. You were in a punk rock band. Yeah. What? Wasn't everyone,
1: everyone? When they go to high school. <laughs> what did you play?
2: Guitar. A concert.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what was the name of your band? Oh, wait, like six of them. We just kept losing members and reforming them.
0: <laughs>
1: All right. What was your last only. one? Uh, When Freedom Dies.
0: There's it sounds a, like a soap
1: opera. I, I was going to
0: say, it sounds like an emo band name. Are you sure you weren't emo? Did you have like the long hair down? I wanted like... to
1: be that I was too big. <laughs> only skinny kids could be emo. Um,
0: uh, Tom, welcome to the show. We go on tangents all the time. So, uh, you know, this is just kind of a, a normal thing. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's learn about you, Tom. You have this amazing thing that you've done and I, I, I'm so excited to talk about it. But, you know, as always, we like to learn about you. So, sir,
2: tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how did you, you know, who are you? I'm Tom Ringwall, the owner of Tommy's Tattoo Supplies, which is Tommy Supplies, but we definitely had the tattoo in it. Uh, I own Starbreak Colors. We produce and manufacture one of the top brands in the entire world. Um, we have a district in every country. We put a lot of time and effort into all that. And I'm just a huge icon of the tattoo industry. And uh, I enjoy it so much because you don't have to be yourself in this industry. You can be whoever you want to be, and they're going to accept you for who you are, not what you are. I,
0: I, I seriously do love that because every tattoo I've gotten, and I've done it at a few different places, I've never felt like I was the awkward person that I wasn't welcomed, and I love that camaraderie. It's 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 very welcoming and it's very nice. And correct me if I'm wrong, but your business is not it a family like owned run? Like, it, aren't you like the second generation of doing this?
2: It is a family run business. My dad started in the early '90s. I took over in 2004 because it was failing dramatically, and I was able to pull something. Out of this and make it happen, and it became a sort of local slash small international business to a very large international and local business. And I have an amazing team, and they're still family based um, out of my company. And even if you're a friend that comes into my company, you are family, it's family all the way.
0: That is awesome. So, let me ask you this then how does it feel to know you are one of the largest and you are international in your area of expertise?
2: So it feels amazing, actually. It feels really, really good. And, and not just that, I have, a, I have a great team who helps me back up all my decisions. Every plan I put out there, my staff takes it and they pull through and fall through with it. You know, I might be the brains behind it, but you need a motor to run that company. And uh, that's what I have. I have the brains and the motor put together and we destroy it um, for anything we take on, projects, new, new uh, products new uh, mixing of our inks. And I also got to give the utmost consideration to my customers and my distributors, for they take my company to the level where it's at today. If it wasn't for all them, it would be no Tommy supplies. So we always treat our customers in the best way we could possibly treat them. And that's like their family as well.
0: Dude, that's, that's awesome on so many levels. Good for you. And you know, props to being so humble and modest about the thing that you do. And the, the fact that you consider your team as much of a family as you do—that's yeah. pops off to you, dude. That's awesome. Um, so, why why did you go into tattoos? You know, did you just see somebody decked out and like, that's what I want to do for a living?
2: The very—it's a very long story, but to try and sum it up as best I can, I met this kid when I was, uh, I'd say, about nine years old in Enfield, and we we're playing, and uh, my he, his dad wanted to meet my father who owned uh, a tattoo um, shop in Enfield, Connecticut. When I introduced my dad to this guy, my dad was specialized in electronics and this mm-hmm. guy had asked my dad, hey, listen, why don't you come work for me, make some uh, um, power supplies. Maybe you could put your electronics into a power supply. And my dad ended up designing it by himself from scratch and end up making the best tattoo needles in the world at that time, which wasn't a big industry back in the early nineties, yeah. just getting started, it was all underground. And um, he was able to pull something together that made him who he was, you know, in the in the early 90s. And then as technology changed, my dad wasn't into technology. So the technology changed and the company started failing, of course. But that's only because he didn't know, you know, the technology and how to keep up with the new parts of the industry. Um, mm-hmm. And that's for my help. And I came in and me and him partnered up and we were the best team you could ever ask for.
0: Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. No, that's 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 really cool. Um so
2: now I got to ask you this question.
0: How many tattoos do you have? Or do you even know anymore?
2: God, I, um, so I have <laughs> covered. Um, so I'm not covered like full bodysuit, but I have pieces. I'm very anal about like even out. So if I have uh-huh. one, on my calf, I have to have one on my right. So I'm okay. very even my tattoos, but I got a full back piece. I have my thighs, uh, my calves, my arms, and they're just pieces. It's not full sleeve, but it's a lot of tattoo work.
0: What's your most painful tattoo?
2: My back. I literally, so... On my back, right? I had a guy come from uh, uh, Brazil to tattoo my back. I've had my cover-up on my back four times. Back when I got my back tattooed, I wasn't really in the industry. I was right before I jumped into it. Hmm. like hardcore. I've been around my whole life, but when I really jumped into it and started my own business with my father, I had my back done, and we did it three days in a row because he did such a great job on all my other cover-ups. I didn't want him to stop. We did eight hours on Friday, six on Saturday. Six on I was thrown up by Sunday night. I would never recommend that again, but it came out amazing. It's still coming out amazing. I still have a lot of work on it, but it's getting.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. You said three days in a row.
2: I've never done that again in my entire life. Now you're lucky if I want to go five hours, but yes, I did three days. You're
0: in insane.
2: Yeah, I was 18 years old and uh, I was insane.
0: Yes. <laughs> Holy cow. I've, I think tops I've ever done total was six hours and I was, you know, begging for mercy. Like mm-hmm. I was calling up and that was even, I think that was. I mean, God, it's on my arm. I got this really great tattoo done for my first wife who passed away. So I wanted to get something really du- good done. But like the back of the arm, you know, that, that's nice, tender spot. I remember calling uncle at that at like hour five and just like, all right, let's, let's just power through and finish up whatever you're doing. I can't imagine.
2: Long process. So, you know, the worst of it, it hurt so bad. Don't get me wrong. It hurt really bad. <laughs> I had numbing cream back then. So you had, yeah. you had to suck it up. But the worst even the worst i think even the, then the pain was the itching they say don't itch your back and you should never itch your, your tattoos or anything like yeah. that but it itched so bad because i had so much work done to it i pretty much traumatized my skin but there wasn't a lot of a lot of history on on how to maintain a tattoo how to take care of it yeah. there was, until the health department stepped in and now we have all up the par codes on how we should take care of our tattoo to make sure it's the best it could be and healing the best that it can so so, yeah, all whole, whole different ball game than now. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. All right. So, because we are a nerd-based podcast, I always like to ask my guests these questions, even if it's like a subject that we, you know, typically don't think is the most nerdiest. Um, yep. do you have any nerdy fandoms? Are are there any things in your closet that are nerdy that you would like to let the the world know about now?
2: So, yes, of course. <laughs> so I, I love Superman growing up. Like I watched all okay. the, I watched all the movies, all that stuff. So one day. I'm uh, nine years old. Um, I put on a, a towel and I thought I was Superman. I told my grandma, yeah, "I'm going to fly. I know I can." My grandma didn't believe me. I went and jumped off her back pool deck. That's about no 10 arm because I can thought thought I could fly like Superman. So yes, I have uh, my, my demons. <laughs> <laughs> do like, you,
0: so? Do you I love it. <laughs> do so? Do you collect the comics every once in a while, or do you just like yeah, you well, just I've, watch I've, the movies?
2: Books. Um, I collect the pop dolls. I collect. Uh, baseball cards i don't i got all kinds of collectibles um i have baseball cards from the 80s 70s i have these little spongebob things lunchbox all that all these collectibles that i feel like is going to be cool and worth <laughs> something one day and it's just i love, collect- I love being a nerd. awesome <laughs> I,
0: I i love that i respect that i respect that um so now here's the one I, I always like to pass people um have you ever or do you have you ever played dungeons and dragons
2: Oh my god! So I did one year, only one. Okay, year. it was back in uh, I'd say junior high. I was probably in sixth grade, uh-huh. and I played it real quick. But um, did I get into it? No, I didn't. But I have friends who I were friends with who did it all the time. They went to the clubs, they did the the master clubs. They went to schools projects. They did And the begin- um during like lunch breaks and and after school hours and stuff like that. Um, I went to one year I did it off and on for like six months to a year not many times maybe once every three months but I enjoyed it that's
0: uh, you know what I props to you I I give you credit for trying it and you know going with it and even dedicating almost a year to it good for you buddy I mean even if it's only once or twice a month that's dedication that's still pretty impressive
2: yeah it was Um, fun yeah and the magic and all that stuff but I wanted to be a major league baseball player. That was my okay. goal. Baseball was my dream and um, it, my, I didn't make it, but I, as you can see, which maybe I'm happy because I enjoy what I'm doing now. I love it. And uh, I couldn't ask for anything more.
0: Now I know you aren't, you don't tattoo, correct? I just want to make sure.
2: Correct. So I, I started to pick up a gun when I was 16 years old. And that was before any of me getting involved with the tattoo industry, a hundred percent. I was just around it all the time back then. Okay. Um, I was 16 for about a year, but. Other than that, the uh, trades of electrician and all that. Mm -hmm. And then when this company started, you know, failing a little bit, I took over this and got into it massively.
0: Okay. Now, so the reason I was asking is, since you weren't weren't a, haven't tattooed anybody, have you been able to meet any like major league baseball players who have gotten tattoos with your ink or just been able to grace yourself in their presence because of working with your, in your industry?
2: Yeah so I mean I'm not I'm not sure if I ran into anyone like that that does that but I'm sure there's a ton of celebrities who have gotten tattooed or inks cuz at one point we were the top ink in the world for many years all the way till the probably lower part of 2000 maybe 2006 7 and then after that everybody started getting into the business so then there started being inks all over there's like 150 ink companies now we're back then and we're that's going maybe, crazy maybe 3 or 4 of us
0: uh, that's, yeah. still, that's so still pretty
2: impressive have our our ink
0: yeah no and and i have looked at your guys you know your your convention like your page and everything and i checked out who's coming and dude i'm stoked that looks it's going to be fun it's going to be so awesome and i'm excited to see what's going to be there and i know our good friend is going to be there with galaxy pops he's going to be selling his funko pops and everything which is how we got to know each other here is you know we our mutual friend and so it's, I'm excited about this. Uh, you, you've got this amazing convention. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, how did, the, let, let's take this at first. How did something like this come into fruition? How do you go from, you know, being an electrician to doing your own ta- supplies and for tattoos to making a whole oh con God. for this?
2: So my no, thing is a- I was in the tattoo, when I was doing the tattoo, a- conventions across the country Mm. and I was very intrigued on on conventions and all that and what I wanted to do is I wanted to put this convention on but I wanted the experience to do that and by me Mm. I had to see other conventions and how they were work and I wanted to get all the pros and cons of them make sure I get you know all the pros in there and get rid of all the cons and try and make this the best convention I could ever have so I wanted to be the first one to ever put one on in Connecticut because there really hasn't been one there might have been a smaller ones back in the day that I don't know of, so I can't say there was never one, but I've never heard of one. Mm. And I wanted to be the first one to put one on here. I thought it would be the right thing because I have experience with the artist. I wanted uh, people to be able to have uh, a go-to place under one roof with many different styles and versatile artists that they can get some work done by.
0: Okay. Now, how many years have you been doing this now?
2: So this is my 10th year this year, 10th 10th annual. A big year for us, yes.
0: Do you, you guys doing anything special for this one?
2: So we're blowing up the 10th annual. We have all limited edition shirts, 10th annual. We just kind of blown up the 10th annual. Okay. Um, but all in all, um, it's just a very good experience to be able to still run this 10 years later.
0: That is awesome. So since we're talking about how you created this thing and it's the 10th anniversary of it, uh, take, a, take a moment to tell me, like, let's let's talk
2: about this festival. You know, what
0: is this festival?
2: So this festival is, is mixed with tattoo, entertainment, mm-hmm. celebrity, Drinking food, it's a whole big atmosphere that anyone could ever want to go to under one roof. So we have, besides we have tattoo artists, which is the main course of this tattoo event, we have people that first of all, can't maybe not be able to get tattooed or maybe um, they just want to come for the entertainment. We have some crazy mind blowing sideshows, shows um, like Christian Minda, he's coming from Poland. He won America, was a runner up for America's got Poland. And he is coming down here with a burlesque, also coming from Poland, who are going to be phenomenal uh, sideshow acts. Very dangerous, very experienced, very professional. Mm. Um, besides them, we have live music like Sage King, who is killing in the industry. He, he has the potential to make it big time in the, in the music industry, um, nice. along with the Wild Side and just so many different things uh, going on. We have Robert Mukes. Um, he's a, um He played on The House of a Thousand Corpses. He's six foot eight. And one hell of a guy. I've met him three times. Um, He's coming to my show again for the third time. And I'm just amazed to have him. So I'm excited.
0: Now, first off, that's awesome. Uh, So you're you're definitely providing this. So I'm not even going to lie. When I first thought about this, I was thinking like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, a bunch of vendors, artists doing showing off stuff, people getting tattoos. But you've taken it to a whole different level that I didn't even like think about the the entertainment the music and food i don't even know why i didn't think about food and that's kevin's love language right there They've got so so <laughs> oh. so so how could we get somebody like kevin who's never had a tattoo before could we get him to this and get him a tattoo like what would we what would you do to inspire I, somebody to get a tattoo? i'm
1: looking at the website right now and you're saying uh the road warrior looking guy with the flamethrower. That looks pretty cool already. Is Christian Minda? Yep. That looks awesome. <laughs> uh, you've got, it, it sounds like it's just something to go to, whether or not you like tattoos.
2: Absolutely. That's why I put it, you know, because it's something there for everybody, whether you're a kid, you're an adult, you're a teenager. There's activities like Cornhole, Jenga, uh, Connect Four. I mean, there's so many endless amount of things to do under this one roof. Indoors.
0: That's so
1: awesome um let's see here i do want to go back to uh the torture you guys were talking about of of getting a tattoo oh yeah what what makes someone go from like uh something small on their wrist or their shoulder to needing a full sleeve to getting their eyelids tattooed to full body modification is there like an actual tattoo addiction
2: so it's crazy you say that because that that is a true fact it is an addiction I got my first tattoo when I was very young, um, underage, actually. Um, and it was just a heart with a knife to it. Back then, that was, that was pretty cool, man. You got it off a piece of flash. That was a cool thing to do. It's covered up since then. But after I got that one, I'm like, oh, this is going to be my only one. And now it's uh, I'm 43 years old. And over 25 years later, I am covered. You know why? Because it's addicting. It's, every piece of art has a meaning behind it. Um, and it, it kind of expresses who you are. And it's what's so good about this industry. Everyone can express who they are. Um, you don't have to be weird in this industry. You can be wherever the hell you want to be. And it's just amazing. It's a great feeling.
1: Yeah. I, I met one guy once and uh, he was covered in tattoos and he said he never got one unless he could hang a picture of it up in his house, look at it every day for a year. And if he still liked that picture after a year, he would get the tattoo. Cause he knew wow. he was not going to get sick of looking at this thing on him. And that, that's my thing. I've never had something where I'm like, Oh, I really, I really like how this looks. And I want to see it every day. Or I want to show people it every day.
2: So I say you think about the most important part of your life, some history, uh, your favorite like rock band. I mean, you were into that, that band. It's history right there. And it's something that's going to mean something to you for the rest of your life. You're never going to forget it. It's still in your head right now. You can be out of it for years and years and years, and you still know that you were in that band. I mean, as a, just kind of little ideas of what you can possibly get as for a tattoo.
1: Yeah, Steve was talking about little D and D dice tattoos. I've got a couple kids' birthdays. an Easy way to remember: write them right on my arm. <laughs>
0: anniversary? Not cheating? <laughs> <laughs> that's dedication. That's what that is. You know, you get your anniversary and birthdays tattooed. Like that's how you know you care because you're willing to spend the money and put, you know, actually get it inked onto you.
1: That's 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 dedication. But I've seen cool ones. Like uh, I'm a fisherman, and I see guys will get like a, a little ruler on their leg so they hold the fish up to their leg <laughs> and see it's you know it's an eight inch fish it's a 12 inch <laughs> fish and but what what are some of the the trends that you've seen in the tattoo world that you either really liked or really hated Ooh.
2: liked or really hated oh god it's such an open diverse industry that there's nothing I really hated about it. I think that's why I love it so much because there's really nothing to hate about this. Every like tribal
1: you- things, you ever get like so, something gets so overdone, you just get sick of it, or you just love seeing people express and get something put on their body that they like.
2: <laughs> this is why we love this industry because we can do whatever we want. And it just feels great. It looks great.
0: <laughs> actually, have you seen the ones? Uh, they're all over TikTok, and I don't know if they're legit or not. And that's you're you're the go to guy for this one, actually, mm-hmm. where it looks like a like a boy scout patch where they look like they're stitched. It's like actually stitch patch yes. illusion.
2: Are those legit or
0: is that like, this is.
2: So that's, a, it's an, it's a sort of a newer style and it is huh. le- a lot of it's legit. I mean, anyone can Photoshop tattoos, yeah. but you know, I can tell you that it is out there. I actually sponsor a guy patch from Canada who does amazing stitch work. It's phenomenal. It's like, wow, it looks like literally somebody stitched the whole thing on there and not tattooed it. So yes, it is a a style. That's amazing right now. And I do sponsor a guy or two that does that kind of stuff. So yes. How
0: how long does that one actually last? Because we we all know, with the exception of Kevin, maybe is that tattoos fade to some extent. And that's part of the, the ambiance that goes with it because you, you design some tattoos to where they fade and they get better with age. Is this one, one of those ones, or is this one, like once it's gone, it's gone kind of like, ugh.
2: no, I mean, uh, I mean, fading, I mean, it could take years and years to fade. It can take, you know, it more or less takes years to fade because you'd have to be in the sun every day of your life, pretty much to, to for the sun to beat on its But I mean, I have tattoo on my leg. I wear shorts all the time. Everyone asked me if I got this done last year. No, I got this done 20 years ago. It looks just like it was done yesterday. So it's nice. how you take care of it put lotion on some sunscreen when you go in the sun. If you just let the sun beat on it without any kind of uh, lotion or, or SP 40 or some kind of sunscreen on, then yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna fade. Cause now you're burning the skin out where if you protect it, you put a wall up over it. When the sun beats on it, I think it'll last you forever. And, and the fading will be very minimum, but yes, they will fade after you get older, your body starts to grow or you gain weight or you lose weight. There's so many aspects of why it could fade, why it could look a little different as you age um that depends on your body that the temperature your body is and and the heat and the cold you know expand all that stuff so
1: so what goes uh, into the quality of a tattoo like i assume you know an artist has different skill levels but does the is the quality of the ink make a difference does the type of needle make a difference
2: so the quality of the ink yes absolutely because it's about the pigments and and the way they mix it and the preserves they put in it, all that all that good stuff to make a very good solid ink. I mean, most people out there, I'd say quite a bit, um, probably a good 80 to 90% of the world knows the top brands. Um, and But it really does come down to the artist um, and their professionalism and how experienced they are because you can always not go in deep enough. You can go in too deep and scar it and, and the ink will just bleed out because it's you're going in too deep. So it's traumatizing the skin. There's so many aspects of why a tattoo can fade quicker. Um, but usually you'll tell right after it heals of, um, what kind of work you got done and, and how, uh, how good it came out or not. Nice. All right.
0: Um, so you seem to be pretty knowledgeable here on tattoos. So I'm going to put you on the spot here just a little bit. And if you don't know the answer, that's absolutely okay. But, uh, what can you tell me about the history of tattoos and how it's affected culture?
2: So the, the history has changed for many, many years. I mean, it used to be back in the day for cavemans and, and uh, tribes and all that to mark themselves and, and their people. Um, but it, it has evolved so much by being, you know, something you picked off a of flash and tattooed your body to now having a multiple different styles of art and custom artists who now don't want to use, most of them don't use flash anymore. So you always got a unique custom tattoo. So the, they evolved so much where, you know, it's not underground anymore. We became above ground, and um, with that came rules and, and restrictions and regulations. So it actually made it a safer industry as well. Um, so this uh, this evolved pretty well uh, from back in when it first started. But this thing's been around for years and years and years. So the history of it is just amazing, and it keeps changing. It keeps evolving. Like the stitch tattoo, you now have that where it came down to just flash, then it came to custom work, and now. Uh, you have glitter tattoos, you have um, portrait, you have all kinds of different styles, traditional. I mean, it's just, it's endless amount of things that can be in this industry now. So it's always growing and evolving.
0: How, now, how do you keep up with that as a, you know, as a supplying industry uh, business too? Like, how so do you we, stay one half a step
2: ahead? So we try to see and, and see where things are going. Like um, the, the stitch work, uh, he's like, okay, we have artists that, hey, these colors make great stitch work. And I'll, I'll contact my artist like, hey, Know that that new design you're doing, what kind of colors do you use? Um, do you use our straight out of our bottles or do you pre-mix them for this? And like, no, we pre-mix them to make this, this, and that. So I'm like, well, why don't we take those and we'll we'll take the parts that you use to tattoo those with and we'll make, you know, big mass production of it. So we're always trying to evolve by making new colors on the style of art that keeps changing with the industry. So we're always trying to stay on top of it. That's
0: Absolutely amazing! It truly is. Um,
2: We're also, you know, the mixing technology. You know, we have new ink, ink mixing machines that are now all uh, digital driven, and and you can uh, program it and calculate it to make sure that all the, the pigments and in the, in the inks are getting mixed up to the the finest ground that they could possibly be at.
0: That's pretty freaking epic. Um, now, now here's my next question, dude. That follows up all that is: Do you have a history of tattoo exhibit at your convention? And if not, are you going to put in one?
2: exhibit as like a museum
0: like you walk through and it's like the history of tattoos and you have like a caveman with like a sailor jerry tattoo on them and then you go further on and have a sailor with a sailor jerry tattoo you know i was or- gonna
2: ask, ask you guys if you want to <laughs> dress up and let's let's do this <laughs> but-
0: oh i'm down Oh, will yeah, kevin no, you need to I'm be not. the uh, caveman though <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> just a blueberry yeah. on a um, stick stabbed in my arm yeah, right.
2: No, say that. <laughs> so though, there are. We do have um, all of our events. We have somebody dressing up. We had uh, 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 some robots that were dressed up as robots. We had transformer costumes. I mean, there's always some cool costume walking around there, and they just they want the attention and and pictures, media driven. So you can see all that there, it's almost like a con, but a lower version for dressing up. But overall, they they mash together. You know,
0: I was thinking it's 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 like a comic con, but like more misfits driven or you know
2: then costume driven yeah
0: it's it's yeah. I like it it's awesome dude oh it's phenomenal uh, so now that I know that's there let's you know kind of segue into this like uh because I want to know t- nerd culture has definitely at least god I would say at least in the last two decades or so has definitely driven up and becoming a lot more popular especially with the Marvel movies you know the X-Men movies and you know Superman and Spider-Man and DC so, how has that affected, you know, the tattoo culture? How has that affected, like the, you know, what we see in tattoos?
2: So I mean, those. The, the, so what happens is these these shows come out and everybody loves um, Wolverine, Superman, Batman, all the Marvel movies coming out. So when these movies come out, it, it actually inspires artists and not just artists but customers. To get those kind of marvels and and shows on their skin so you'll mm. see the wolverine on somebody's skin you'll see the batman on somebody's skin the superman every time a new movie comes out it gives the artist something awesome to tattoo on clients who want to get those kind of tattoos and it, you'll see that all the time as soon as you see like a new marvel movie coming out the very next week if it blew up you'll see those tattoos spread right out to the world it's cool
0: just when now
2: at the avatar on my leg actually when avatar you? I uh, was such a huge hit on it. That's one of the ones I got done over 20-something years ago. It looks like it was done yesterday. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's that's awesome. Um, do you, Does nerd culture seem to have more of an effect in the tattoo industry over sports, or is, does sports seem to still be like the number one?
2: No, the, the other, the nerd part is, is where it's at now. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can get the big loops in your ears. You can get implants in your body. It, it's just amazing. Endless amount of things you can do in the tattoo industry to not make you have to feel like you're not wanted somewhere. You're always wanted in this industry.
0: That's awesome. Um, Now I do want, I know we kind of got away from the con, but I want to go back to it because, you know, you did touch on a lot of different things. Like you touched on stuff that's there. Um, But, you know, is there anything, which is the thing if, if somebody is going to it, what are the things that they should be looking for? Like how would you guide them through this convention?
2: So basically we have a pamphlet guidebook so they can see everything's going on. So a lot of people will pick a, uh, the side shows they want to see and they'll mm. be able to find uh, our events in the program book. Um, as far as artists, um, some of them can go online and pre-book right online. Mm. Um and I- Don't be discouraged if you can't find something like that because it is overwhelming, especially as we get near the event. Massive amount of artists start filling into that uh, website. So it might Mm. be hard to to book them if you don't do it fairly early. So my best suggestion is you come on a Friday where there's a lot of artists that don't even take pre bookings and they want to take you right on the spot. And if they already booked that day, they might be a better chance to get you in at least booked throughout the weekend right there on the spot. So there's so many different styles. I say go to each booth, look Mm. at their work. You'll be able to find a style that adapts to you at least, and you'll be able to hopefully set up an appointment with these guys to get tattooed. Um, And while you're waiting, there's also so many different shopping vendors from clothing to antiques, um, uh, books, comics, It's just endless amount of things that you can be looking to shop at as well as tattooing.
0: That's awesome. And and I know you did talk about a lot of different people that we were, you know, that are going to be there. is there anybody that you else that you're really excited about that is coming, anybody from the tattoo artist industry?
2: Yes, absolutely. I have uh, Stefano Alcantara, who is um, originally from Peru, but owns many tattoo shops. He's a, a big time well-known celebrity in the artist world of black and gray. He's took art school. He teaches. He's just amazing all around guy. Uh, we also have Douglas Prudente coming from Brazil, who is probably one of the most famous and best black and gray artist I've ever seen. He's the master of black and gray. Um, We have Steven Teft, who is a very good friend of mine. We actually put another show on at Mohegan Sun, the New England Tattoo Expo. And uh, he's won season two of Ink Master and um, was one of the coaches on another Ink Master show. Uh, so, I mean, we got Xavier from exclusive Inc and Rocky Hill. I mean, the amount of celebrity and talent we have is unbelievable. And not just them, even the people that ain't as well-known, there's some people that are, there's a lot of artists that are just as good as, as all them. Those are just some of the guys that are very well-known and really took a step up into making themselves well-known like they are.
0: That's awesome. Now I realize we've been talking about it, but we didn't say when it is. And I feel like that's kind of important. So when is this convention going down?
2: <laughs> which was every day because i love them so much but it is october fourteenth to the 16th at the harford ct convention center
0: that's awesome um and i know you said this, this is your 10th year and i that is absolutely exciting um where do you think you're going to be you know you i know you're planning for this and you're, you're in those final steps but where do you think you're going to do or rather i should ask this what do you think you're going to do different next year because you've set the mark. At ten years, this is your special. How are you going to one up that next year?
2: So it's it's very tough. We always got to keep wanting up it. But my biggest thing is, um, before I get into that, I want to say yeah. we have one of the probably best color portrait artists in the world who will be at this event. His name's Evan Ol, and he has won all kinds of awards. It's very okay. hard, to him because his work is so impeccable, you have to check him out, um, Evan Ol. And he's signing up this week. He'll be online soon on my website which is Um, So you can see all the stuff there. But as far as uh, next year, trying to, to do something different, I always try to bring different talent in on stage. So mm. this was not always the same. I try to change it up all the time. I try and get um, some small acts, medium acts, big acts, our, our main act. And mm-hmm. I try and get really, really good, famous local bands and a couple bands that are trying to get their name out there. So we want to make everyone feel like they're part of the show. Um, besides that we try to get some of the bigger artists in the world like you know we've had you know at our conventions we've had a Paul Booth there we've had uh clean rock pooch I mean it's, it's endless amount of celebrity artists we keep getting there so we just want to keep up the artist list upping the booth and also uh, getting some new talent in there
0: my guy, I am so impressed and like on so many levels the fact that you're doing respecting and trying to boost local while also bringing in big names that's amazing on so many levels that's me that's that's awesome dude um i can't believe i didn't ask this and i did want to ask you this um why do you think tattoos are so popular
2: so i always i always say i think they're so popular they've always been popular they're just so now well known because people don't have to walk down the street thinking oh my god they're picking me up because of my tattoos now it's like if you don't have a tattoo you're the odd one, but not Kevin <laughs> but not. It, it really expresses who you are. I uh-huh. mean, you can be in the family and get a portrait on your, you can, your dog can pass. You get that. Uh, you're in a rock band that you're no longer a part of. You get that. I mean, there's so many, your bodies uh, uh, of tattoos are a history of your life and your emotions and you just put it all together. And it's just a great thing,
0: dude. That's awesome. Um, honestly, uh, Kevin, do you have any fin- final questions? Because I, love yeah, I was how this thinking
2: has like,
1: ended. this is your 10th year, this has gotten bigger and bigger. We had a and d podcast recently about uh, Critical Role, how big that is and the movie coming out and how D&D has exploded recently. What kind of things like Miami Inc, has, did that have just a, an overwhelming impact on the tattoo industry where mm-hmm. it really got a lot of things going and changed the face of it?
2: Yeah. So the TV shows definitely made this a whole nother level. It made it more broad and it made it more exposed. So that's when, you know, different things started happening with health departments getting involved. And now there has to be regulations and code, which we always believe in standards. You always had that have to have that. So that's good. But yeah, they, um, they have definitely brought this industry to a whole nother uh, level. So you're going to, there's more and more people getting tattooed. There's more artists jumping into this business. Um, there's people taking art school and coming out of art school and tattooing because there, there is a lot to be done in this tattoo industry there's a lot of uh, work and you can travel all over the uh the world you can take this art and you can tattoo in miami one day and you can go to california the next day and still make money um because tattoo shops can promote you as well okay. so yeah these t- those come a long way it brought us to another level
0: that's awesome is that that excites you you know do you or did it bring i don't want to say brought fear but like it definitely put a limelight on you.
2: It did. Yeah. In the beginning, we were a little nervous, but you like everything, you know, and things grow, things change and evolve. And as long as you evolve with them at the right time, things can happen. Um, don't do it late.
1: <laughs> uh, so, t- so for someone who doesn't have that too, like I'm, I'm open to getting one. I have no like, you know, hardcore, I would never solely my skin with ink or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what makes like, what's a cheap tattoo, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks. And what's an expensive tattoo, you know, $10,000. What's the scale oh. be- between like an artist's oh. sense of worth. And then you pay you know, what you get for takes and everything.
2: Exactly how you said it. You pay what you get for. Okay. You can get a $75. You can get a $10 tattoo. Which you don't want <laughs> that. But I mean, minimum is usually a standard at a tattoo shop is 75 to a hundred dollars minimum, no matter what, cause they gotta, you know, they got overhead, they gotta make sure they make their money. Um, but if you're looking um, to get a, a tattoo, it could be different from every artist. If you want uh, different styles, you want realistic, you want basic, color, flash, there's so many different pricing when it comes to that. So I can't really give you a, an estimate of certain artists, but I can say you're in a range from $75 for a piece to, $2,500 for a, for a project. So okay. it depends on how you want to be used and how much detail you want into that tattoo. But there's so many different versatile parts of pricing when it comes to getting a tattoo per artist.
0: I don't, I was okay. going to say, I think honestly, my, even my most simplest, I think I paid about $200 for easily. And yeah. that was, uh, God, what was that? It was a, that was in South Africa and I got the, the great white shark tribal <laughs> done debt, like mm-hmm. done. And that was back in my younger days but thank you by the way for going along with my derp of the sentence i meant to say you get what you pay for and tom went right with it it's like yeah no you steve you said that right and i'm like hell yeah and then i'm like ah it's recorded um, because you get
1: that tattoo now you pay what you yeah, get for. yeah you pay what no you get regerts. for no
0: Gertz right that's that's the new one you pay what you get for i like yeah. it i'll get that inked
1: um
2: but when now you are looking for an artist and you're trying to look at hey um yeah you that's a great what style you want right mm-hmm. and you want to go through the work always look at the work first don't just don't take the word for it look at the work because even if they're a great artist it might not be your style it might not be something you're looking for you want a different style but you want to look for the line work how smooth it is make sure there's not you know a messy amount of lines um mm-hmm. you want to make sure the shading's uh good you want to make sure it's clean and it just looks really pertaining to you um you can tell a lot of people can't tell, I should say, from a good tattoo to a bad tattoo because an inexperienced guy getting a tattoo wouldn't know that. Um, that's why I always tell people, if you know me or, or if you heard my company, email me and I will give you a, a good idea what to look for, you know. So I would definitely look at their work. And right then and there, you should be able to tell, hey, you know, it's good lining. It's good shading. It's good uh, detail. All those things take an effect to it, the sharpness of it, um, the saturation of the colors. You'll just see it all stick out and it'll make sense to you when you look at it. All
1: right. What's easier for a tattoo artist? You bring your own picture, say, I want this, or you sit down with them, you pay them for this some time and you create a picture with them. Like they'll sketch something for you based on what you're talking about. Are they both options or they they like a book you flip through?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many likes so there's so many different types of artists out there. So it could be all of that, but most people, yeah, you know, most artists like you to bring an idea to them, mm-hmm. and then they want to take that idea and run with it because they want you to have what you want, but they also want to put their twist into it to make it, you know, their style of work on your body.
0: Nice. all right That's awesome. So I want to end this with this the the thought in people's memories where to go and when to go. So, sir. One more time, where can people, where is this convention and when is it?
2: This convention is October 14th to the 16th at the Hartford Connecticut Convention Center. And it will, the doors will open at 4 p.m. on Friday. We close at 11. Saturday will be 12 to 11, Sunday 12 to 8. And besides that, we have after parties on Friday and Saturday. Friday is at Minx and saturday at the uh, bear smoke house which is the best barbecue in the entire area
1: now i've been there they've got good barbecue i might go just for the barbecue
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I,
0: you know i am southern i do like me some good barbecue so that that's i'm sold right there if i wasn't sold on the tattoos Um, (laughs) but thank you so much uh, tommy ringwald thank you so much for being on the show tonight thank you for uh, being a part of this nerdy experience with us and thank you for answering all of our questions kevin are you sold on getting a tattoo now are we gonna go do this
1: uh this was enlightening um maybe it's a definite maybe like i gotta find something i want
0: that's fair <laughs> just don't stare at it for a year that's all i ask it's it, well, next the 11th uh convention uh, so let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. As always, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you ever listen to podcasts. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, please remember to rate and review. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, so please like and follow us at DNA Pod or on Twitter at NerdDNA Pod or on our webpage, NerdDNAPod.com. I'm Steve Yu. I've been joined by my good friend and soon-to-be tattooed connoisseur. He's going to get a bunch of them, uh, Mr. Kevin Bobbins, as well as the amazing, the impeccable, the absolutely uh, knowledgeable, Tommy Ringwald. Sir, lady, uh, sirs, thank you so much for being on the show tonight.
2: Thank you for having me, man. This was a very great experience. Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Thank you and good night.